listening to the Daily Roundup here as part of the Reality Steve podcast. I am your host, Reality Steve. Thank you all for tuning in. A good Thursday show for you. We're going to preview what's coming up in a couple hours on the weekly podcast. Talk a little bit more about the whole Bachelorette situation. Apparently what I said yesterday had some of you up in arms and I just don't understand it. We're going to talk about what today is. Oh, wait, not today. Yes, I'm sorry. What is today? It's a leap day. I've got questions. Definitely going to break down episodes, what is it, 10 and 11 yesterday of Love is Blind. If you have not watched them, you might want to mute or skip over that part of today's podcast. We're going to talk about Survivor, premiere episode last night. One of the worst first episodes for one particular player that I can ever remember. And The Floor had their finale the other night. I finally got around to watching it yesterday, and yet again, I've got some questions. We'll get to all that momentarily. All right, coming up in a couple hours from now on the weekly podcast feed, it is going to be episode number 380 with Courtney Robertson. And the reason why I wanted to bring Courtney on this week, she hasn't been on since July. I didn't realize that. It's been over six months since she's been on the podcast. The reason why I wanted to bring her on this week is because, as we know, Kelsey, for the most part, spoiled her season by posting in a backyard of a happy couple. Well, Courtney was a former winner on the show, had many happy couples with Ben, and she shares a couple stories about that happy couple. And if you didn't know any better, and we didn't at the time, because when her season was airing, it was 2012, and Instagram was pretty much just getting started. She was spoiling her season on Instagram, and nobody was following her, or nobody was catching on. Because Instagram was being used as just like, oh, a place to post pictures and you get funny filters and all this. It's not what it is now. But Courtney basically admits on the podcast, if anybody was watching my Instagrams back then, they would have known I was with Ben. I spoiled it. But Instagram wasn't a thing. So I thought that was funny. And I really thought she had some good points about social media and the way it was different back then and the fact that she's kind of bothered by the fact that I mean, she likes the fact that the show has kind of stepped up their social media game and are allowing all these women to post behind-the-scenes videos, shoot TikTok. She's like, I don't have any memories from my season in terms of pictures. Producers, and they didn't have a professional photographer staying on the show and following them from city to city and taking these pictures that you're seeing the Kelsey's and the Daisies and the Rachel's and the Jens of the world and, and all the other women posting on their Instagram feeds. These weren't taken by their own phone. These were taken by the show, given to the women to say, hey, promote the show. Here's the pictures you can use. A lot of them are behind the scenes. Fans weren't even going to see these on the episodes. They think it'll be really cool if you post these. So uh, really good chat with Courtney today. That's coming up in a couple hours on uh, podcast number 380. Um, yesterday, obviously talked about Daisy and, you know, just my thoughts that like, I don't care who's the bachelorette. If it's Daisy, great. If it's Maria, great. I think those are the only two options at this point. It's not going to be Rachel. It's not going to be Jen. It's not going to be Lexi. It's between Maria and Daisy. And my thought was as a, as a TV production person, I was answering it in that, in that way of, if I were a TV executive, who would I choose between those two? And I said, I'd choose Daisy. She's got the most followers. She's got a story. She can appeal uh, to the deaf community, the hearing impaired community. I think it just seems like a no-brainer uh, to pick her. But then, of course, that turned into you're kissing Daisy's ass. You love Daisy. You want to go out with Daisy. 
you're only saying that because the Kents are in your back pocket. It's just like, shut the hell up. You have no idea what you're talking about. I know nothing about the Kents other than they have a daughter named Daisy. They have a daughter named Adeline, who's my niece's roommate. And that's about it. I have no idea what the dad's name is. No idea what the mother's name is. I don't even know the names of the other siblings. I think because Olivia said it to me the other day. Um, I think I think one of her brother's name is Harrison. And he goes to college in Minnesota because that came up in conversation. But, you know, again, I mean, look, you know, it's. You know, I'm talking, you know, when I talk about Daisy and I say, yeah, you know, maybe she should be the next Bachelorette. It's like, I'm not pulling somebody who finished eighth. It's like, is it really far-fetched that I'm going to think this show might choose Daisy as the Bachelorette? It's not that big of a deal. You know, and the funny thing is the hypocrisy from the same people who criticize that and, you know, who criticize for me. I say one positive thing about Daisy and I'm not even answering it as myself because I specifically said, I don't care if she's the Bachelorette. If Maria's the Bachelorette, great. I'm still covering the show the same way I would as if Daisy was. So to get all bent out of shape and say, oh, my God, look at him. He's kissing her ass and he's favoring her. It's just like, what are you talking about? Like, I'm not allowed to say. But the thing is, I told you this like two months ago. I said, watch, I'm basically going to stay out of the Daisy business this season because everything I say will be totally misconstrued and taken out of context. And that's exactly what happened. So I'm already predicting what people are saying about the whole situation. And for me, you know, I, I see a lot of hypocrisy in there because what is one thing that a lot of people on this show really make fun of and really laugh at people for? Oh my God, these people are like telling this person they're falling in love with them and they barely know them. And what did Daisy do last episode? She's like, I'm not there yet. And what's happening? Oh, she's such an actress. She just wants to be an influencer. It's just like, don't tell me that's coming from a place of actual, you know, thought. It's coming from a place of hatred. You hate her. Just admit it. You don't like Daisy, and anything she does is never going to be good enough for you. All the woman did say on the episode before Hometowns was, I'm not there yet. I'm not just going to say I love somebody to get a rose. If somebody else in another season said that that you liked, you'd be like, oh, my God, she's being so real right now. See what I mean? serious hypocrisy going on because if anybody else said that that you liked you wouldn't criticize it one bit daisy says it and she's the worst human ever it's frankly embarrassing for some people but whoever the bachelorette is covering the show the same way so again we should know the answer pretty soon i would think within about two and a half weeks maybe a couple weeks we will know who the bachelorette is and then from there we're on to the next season So today is February 29th, a leap day, a leap year. Happens every four years. I think it's one of the weirdest things about our calendar. I don't really understand it. I don't, I could I Google it and find out why we have a a February 29th every four years? I guess I could, but I don't feel like doing it. Has anybody had known someone or have a birthday on February 29th? And if you do, Look, I know that you don't, you know, if you're 16 years old, you don't, when you're 16 years old, you don't say, oh, this is my fourth birthday. I I get that. You're not, we're not playing that game. But do people who have a birthday on February 29th, what do they do on the three years that she, it doesn't appear on the calendar? Do you take your birthday on February 28th or do you take it on March 1st? And what exactly do you do? 
And is it is it really anything different? Are you bummed that you're you do you like the fact that you have your birthday on February 29th or do you think it kind of sucks? Because you can on the years that it's not, do you celebrate or do you only celebrate on the days uh, where it pops up every four years? I'm curious to know. I don't think I've known anybody who had a birthday on February 29th. Have I? I don't I don't think so. <laughs> so I just I find it weird. You know, it's every four years. I, you know what? I, I should probably Google what the hell is the answer to this? Why do we have a February 29th every four years? Let me look it up. Hang on. Okay, I Googled it in the time that I just hit pause and restarted the recording. And the leap year is thought to have been introduced by the Egyptians to balance the seasons in the 3rd century B.C. They were observing a 365-day year that included a leap year every four years to correct the calendar. When you click on People Also Ask, what is the reason for leap year? Leap years happen because of a mismatch between the calendar year and the Earth's orbit, according to NASA. What if we didn't have leap years? And what if you're born on one? Those are other questions that are popping up now on Google. Um, okay, this is a stupid, just skimming it. This is a stupid article. Basically, they just make their, I guess if you're born on the 29th, you just choose what you want to do. Maybe celebrate on the 28th or the 1st. And then on the years that your birthday, every four years that your birthday does appear on the calendar, then you celebrate it then. Okay. But still, I think the whole thing is fascinating and weird and creepy all at the same time. Just know that. This podcast is brought to you by Way. Get on your way to good hair days in just five minutes with Way's new hair gloss. According to a consumer perception study, over 85% of participants agreed that their hair looked shinier, healthier, and smoother. I can vouch for that. Mine feels all three. To me, at least. Because I'm the only one touching it right now. That sounded... Forget it. The multitasking leave-in conditioner detangles, hydrates, and fights frizz for every hair type on your list. The scents inspired by the world's most fashionable cities, from Sydney's iconic Bondi Beach to the vibrant streets of Paris. The hair oil is your fast fix for healthy hair. It is nutrient-packed, absorbs quickly, keeps color from fading, and protects from heat damage. Give your hair a glow-up with whey. Go to theway.com, that's T-H-E-O-U-A-I.com, and use promo code REALITYSTEVE for 15% off any product. That's theway.com, T-H-E-O-U-A-I.com, promo code REALITYSTEVE. Also, let's talk about Mint Mobile. Best deal in wireless right now is at Mint Mobile. Mint Mobile has wireless plans starting at $15 a month. That is unlimited talk and text plus data. For $15 a month, use your own phone with any Mint Mobile plan and keep your same phone number along with all your existing contacts. Switch to Mint Mobile and get your first three months of premium wireless service starting at just 15 bucks a month. To get your new wireless plan for 15 bucks a month and get the plan shipped to your door for free, go to mintmobile.com slash realitysteve. That's mintmobile.com slash realitysteve. Cut your wireless bill to 15 bucks a month at mintmobile.com slash reality steve additional taxes fees and restrictions apply see mint mobile for details all right this is the segment of the podcast where i'm going to discuss 
the two episodes that were released on Netflix yesterday about Love is Blind Season 6. This is Episodes 10 and 11. Episode 12 drops next week, and then the reunion show, I believe, is live. I'm almost positive the reunion show is live for Love is Blind. They're not releasing this. And didn't, I know last year's was live because I remember hearing about this is the first time Love is Blind had ever gone live with a reunion show, and everyone was complaining because they were having so many streaming issues. So I think they're trying it again, and they're going live in two weeks. But let's talk about yesterday's episode. So the first couple we need to focus on right off the bat is Jimmy and Chelsea. And in the in the first episode, we see them arguing yet again. And I'm sorry. Chelsea, I understand this happened a year ago, and they're probably together right now, but I don't know for sure. I don't know the spoilers. But that fight had me pulling my hair out, and I wasn't even sitting on the couch next to her. I'm sorry, she was being completely unrealistic. This wasn't Jeremy going out till 5 in the morning and lying about his location. She was mad that Jimmy went to go see his friend at a bar and was gone a total of 90 minutes, he said, and most of that trip was him driving. He made an appearance at a friend's party at a bar, and she turned that into, you said in the pods that you were not a party person and you were not someone that wanted to go out all the time, and now you just did it. And he's like, I went to one event to see a buddy and I was gone for literally 90 minutes and you knew where I was the whole time. So again, I, you know, I can only comment on what is being shown to us. If it was something deeper, if he lied, if it was actually longer, whatever the case may be, I can't imagine anyone watched that episode yesterday and was like, yep, totally, totally go girl. You're right. Jimmy's a liar and he's a partier. It's like, Nothing about that guy screams partying to me. He just seems, he honestly seems like a really good guy. And it just seems like she is just kicking him in the nuts every chance she can get. And I don't know if she was being overly emotional because, as he basically said at the end of the argument, you were drunk and you were drinking. And I asked you a question about, do you think I love, do you think I love you? And she's like, I don't know. I don't know if I believe that anymore. And then he was like, I'm done. And they talk the next day, and they patch things up. But that was a pretty bad fight. And I don't know if that fight was caused by drinking on her end, but she was being completely unrealistic. I'm sorry. I absolutely side with Jimmy in that particular argument because she is a bundle and a half. And maybe she's got some insecurities that she needs to get over. I know this was a year ago. So if we do see that they're together in a couple weeks, and I, I, then she's probably improved that behavior because no man, no man that early into a relationship would ever be able to be put up with somebody that's telling you you're such a partier when he went to go visit a buddy for 90 minutes. I'm sorry. He didn't walk in the home drunk three hours before, you know, after you expected him to. I just... I can't believe she was beating him down for that. Holy shit. So this is the one thing that I don't know about Love is Blind, obviously, because this is my first season. But, you know, once everyone gets back to their town and the couples had the barbecue in in episode um, 11 yesterday, in the second episode yesterday, they had the barbecue. Do they do this every season where they're just uh, bringing in the singles? (laughs) 
<laughs> I mean, the pod squad, the, the people that weren't chosen, do they always do this? Or the only time we see the singles after the couples get back from their honeymoon is if one of them happens to contact them or something like that. Because obviously they knew what they were doing by bringing Jess to that party, by bringing uh, Sarah Ann to that party. I mean, so so my question is, do they do this every time just to get some drama? Because once they brought Jess, I, I I was really shocked by that conversation with Jimmy because... The thing we saw in the preview was really the only thing we saw in that conversation. It was a long conversation that they showed us, but the line that got us in the preview was him telling her, you're still my number one. But when you watch the episode yesterday, he really never said anything before that, other than, you know, he thinks she's attractive and stuff. But then when he said it within that conversation, it was never brought up again. It wasn't like, it's like, wait a second. I Now I'm confused, Jimmy. You've said nothing but, I want to make this work with Chelsea. I'm in love with her. Why are you telling another woman you're still my number one? It makes me think that that was edited as part of another conversation because I, if Chelsea hears that, she's going to lose her fucking mind. She loses her mind when you go out for 90 minutes. You think, you, sh- you think that woman, with the insecurities that she admittedly has, is going to be thrilled that you said, you're still my number one? It's almost like they might have frankenbitten that and there was something before that sentence and something after that sentence where I don't know, he could have be he could have said something like, you know, I was talking to Chelsea and I was telling her you're still my number one even after our fight. It could have been something like that. But in that scene, it made it seem like he was telling Jess, "You're still my number one." Well, wait a second. You're engaged to Chelsea. What? <laughs> So, again, I think that's editing, but I don't know. Maybe we'll hear more at the finale. I don't know any of these couples that are still together. We know one. another one broke up, Jeremy and Laura, and Laura really, really wants to hurt Jeremy and wants to hurt his feet because twice during the episode she told him, go kick rocks without shoes. <laughs> one time she said, go kick rocks without shoes, and then one time she said, I want him to go kick rocks with open-toed shoes. So she really, really has a problem with Jeremy's toes and wants them mangled and broken. But I, I can't imagine any of you out there are siding with Jeremy on this fight. Laura's absolutely in the right. And this guy doesn't seem to care. Then we hear about what happened before the show. And uh, yeah, he is saying now that, no, I was not engaged. I was completely done with my ex before I even applied for this show. Uh, yada, yada, yada. But watching the way this guy has, quote unquote, performed, on the show this season? Are you kidding me? This guy's a joke. And has no remorse whatsoever for Laura's feelings. You know, I you know, I know they broke up and he's like, well, I, I'm single. I can do whatever I want. But did you really need to get on jet skis with Sarah Ann at the barbecue? No, he did it because he's a dick. He's been a dick this whole time. I didn't like this guy in the pods. But there was something about him, just the way he carries himself. He really thinks he's the cat's meow. (laughs) He thinks he is uh, God's gift. I mean, my gosh, this guy. And his answers are just so... I don't even know how to describe him, but you've seen him. You know. I can't imagine any women out there. And if there is any, I'd love to hear your argument. Because maybe I'm missing something. But... 
I can't imagine there's any women out there that are on Jeremy's side of this breakup with Laura. I'd be stunned if there were any. Laura absolutely had every right to say every word she did to him in that episode <laughs> because guy's a total dick. Um, was Sarah being disrespectful? Sarah Ann, when she was sitting down with AD, and AD was like, hey, you knew he was engaged when you got back from filming, and you messaged him saying, if there's ever an opening, you know I'm here. Is that disrespectful? AD thinks it is, and I agree. Sarah knew what she was doing. She was planting the seed. And look, I understand. If Jeremy sees that and is realizing, oh, shit, I made a mistake with Laura. I might want to move on with Sarah Ann. That's on him, but she doesn't have to do that. If she's respectful, she doesn't have to say that in a DM. Just let it happen. Let him break up with Laura. Let him figure things out on his own with her and that relationship not working, and then let him come to you. I think it's shady. You know, is it the worst crime in the world to send somebody a DM that you like that chose somebody else over you? Like, hey, I'm here. If it ever doesn't work out, I'm here. No, it's not a crime at all. But I think it's shady. And I'm, I'm in agreement with AD on that. I think, I think Sarah Ann was being totally shady with that. Uh, it certainly seems like Johnny and Amy are getting married. So we got three. So since Jeremy and Laura broke up, we got three people going to the altar next week. We've got Johnny and um, uh, Amy. We've got Jimmy and Chelsea. And we've got AD and Clay. Why am I forgetting his name? Clay, right? Johnny and Amy are definitely getting married. And this is something else I need to know because I didn't get this question answered yesterday. In the previous five seasons, how many times have they gotten to the wedding day and there was a breakup? Either a mutual breakup or the woman dumped the man and said no or the man couldn't propose. How many times has it happened? I guess I could Google it, but can someone send me that answer, please? Because I want to know what are the possibilities of it happening. I know it's happened before. I've just, you know, having followed the show and just reading headlines of stuff on the entertainment sites. I, I know somebody has broken up at the altar before, but has it happened? Do we get that once a season or what? Are all three of these couples going to get married or is there going to be a no? Like, and this is the weird thing. And this is the other thing I don't understand about the show. So they drop six episodes three weeks ago. They dropped the episodes uh, seven, eight, nine last week. And then we get 10 and 11 yesterday. But I'm starting to see these people on interviews. You know, Nick has Jess on his podcast. I saw uh, a television interview with Jimmy. And... I haven't paid attention enough because I don't. I feel like I don't want to be spoiled. Or like when Jimmy does an interview and these people are asking him questions, is he answering it and giving away the fact that he is or isn't still with Chelsea? Is it well known that he is or isn't with Chelsea? And I'm just the one in the dark here because I didn't watch this show until this season. I do think it's weird that they let these people talk while the show is being aired because unless they're perfectly media trained, are any of them slipping up? I guess is my question. Have any of them slipped up? Do anybody know which couples are together and whatnot and which couples have broken up? Because obviously 
we know that of the five couples uh, that left the show engaged, Kenneth and Brittany are done, and now Jeremy and Laura are done. I'm sure they'll be on the reunion show, but the only three weddings we're getting are, are, are the other three couples. And are they definitely like all in? Do we do we think they're all getting married or what? I don't I don't necessarily know. Here's the one thing I didn't care for in the second episode yesterday. The last 30 minutes was the same thing over and over and over again. Three different times. I understand women get excited on their picking out their wedding dress. I totally get it. I'm not shitting on it, but for television purposes, I don't think it's needed. Is spending as much time as they did covering it because all the last 30 minutes of the second episode was yesterday was women screaming and crying. That's all it was. And it was just high pitched screaming and crying over everything regarding the dresses. And it was just like, okay, maybe, I mean, you can't do it for one and not the other two or do it for two and not one. It was just too much. It just wasn't, there wasn't any content there. It was very boring. And I'm not saying that just, oh, you're a guy, you don't understand, it's a woman's wedding dress. It wasn't compelling television whatsoever to watch someone come out in a wedding dress and everybody else scream. And just, oh, oh here comes the next one. Oh, my God. It just top of the lungs, all three. And it's like, okay, we get it. So I didn't, that wasn't particularly compelling television. Just screaming and clapping about wedding dresses for the last 30 minutes, 40 minutes of that show. And I guess my final thoughts on this whole thing were, did you know that Trevor is on Perfect Match 2 for Netflix? So clearly he doesn't get with anybody on this show, post-show. Apparently Trevor is on Perfect Match 2, which is a Netflix show where it takes their singles from their dating shows and puts them together to see if they could hook up. But that was filmed during the summer before Love is Blind even aired. So it's almost kind of like Paradise when we've had Paradise in the past and the Bachelorette season hasn't even aired yet. And yet the recent Bachelorette guys are going down to Paradise. These women don't even know who they are. So when Trevor shows up on Perfect Match 2, no one has a clue about his personality, who he is. They've never watched him on TV before. I find that weird. I find it weird when they do it on Paradise, but I get why they have to do it on Paradise. But for this show... I, I, it's almost like, why don't you wait until this show airs? I, under, I understand. I, I, that's probably the other thing I think that's weird about Love is Blind to me is, well, the fact that this happened a year ago. Like, these people have to keep a secret for a year? Look, how, look at how hard it is for the Bachelor people to keep secrets. And these people filmed this, like, this time last year? And so they've had to, now granted, their friends and family know what's going on in their relationship, but my gosh, that's got to be kind of hard. And maybe when we're, maybe when we see the finale, you know, all we do, all, all we're going to see in two weeks is the wedding, or we're going to see the wedding next week. And then when the reunion show airs, it's going to be like, these couples could have all been broken up in the last year. They might all get married next week, but did they make it one year of marriage? I just... I'm telling you right now, Johnny and, and Amy seem the most solid. I'd be shocked if they were broken up. I have my questions about Clay and AD. And if I'm wrong on Clay's name, I I, I think it that's his name, but I'm blanking. Yeah, it's Clay. Oh, thank God I got that right. Anyway, um, I'm, I'm iffy on them. If they get married next week, 
if I if we find out at the reunion show they've broken up since then, I would not be surprised. I honestly would be very surprised if Jimmy and Chelsea are still together. And if they get if they break up, if he doesn't propose to her or she says no, that, I guess I shouldn't say that would surprise me either because I just I don't think they're compatible. I don't think that unless she has done a lot of work uh, on herself. The things that we've seen her, I, she might be the greatest woman in the history of the world outside of this show, but what they have shown to us, the viewing audience, of how she is in a relationship, that would be tough on any guy, and especially a guy who basically had to propose to her without meeting her first, and then you know working backwards like this show does. I just think the more he gets to know her, the more he's going to realize they're not compatible and they don't have good arguing skills. I don't think they have good communication skills at all. And I think she beats him in the nuts for things that are very, very minor. And is just, it's is too, she's too much. She's being unrealistic in her arguments. So I've still got Vanderpump Rules, The Challenge, The Survivor, and The Floor to talk about. And we're almost 30 minutes in. So why don't we save that for tomorrow? I didn't realize I was going to do almost over 15 minutes on Love is Blind. But I'm telling you, I like the show. But it just, it. <laughs> I always have a lot of questions when it comes to these shows, especially a show that I'm watching for the first time that's been around for six seasons. So naturally, people that uh, listen to this podcast have probably seen seasons one through five or multiple seasons of the show. And I just need a little help on things here and there. So I can't wait for the weddings next week. My prediction, Johnny and Amy do get married. And I don't know about the other two, but I think they're both broken up by reunion time. When they film the live reunion, I think we're going to find out that Clay uh, and AD and Jimmy and Chelsea broke up post-wedding. That's my guess, and I have not read any spoilers. I'm probably wrong. I'm not good at this stuff. Every year I tell you I suck at picking Survivor winners, and that's my favorite show of all time. But I can never pick a winner on that show, you know, with like five, six episodes left. You know, I just, I'm not good. But let's see how good I am at this season of my first season of Love is Blind. Anyway, thank you all for listening. I really appreciate it. Please follow me on Apple Podcasts. Also rate and review, but you got to hit play. Please hit play. If you miss a day, go back and hit play. Sports Daily coming up in an hour from now. Courtney Robertson, podcast number 380, coming up in two hours from now. So thank you all for listening. I really appreciate it. And I will talk to you tomorrow. See you.